Hello listeners and welcome to Holocast Grek Leth 1137, hosted by Callum Johns and me, Evan Gamble. Hello there. So, what topics are we going to get to today? Oh, there's a few topics that we have lined up that we can talk about. Uh, uh, this is going to be just in the end a continuation, sort of like every other, like with us talking about the episodes of the Clone Wars that we're watching, as well as any other news we pick. Right, and uh, this episode's episode is going to be uh, Season 1, Episode 1, Ambush, and we will be getting into that here probably shortly, probably in about 10 minutes, do you think? Yeah. We're finally going to be watching the first one that was released, amongst going chronological order. (laughs) But yeah, we shouldn't talk about stuff for too long, and we can talk over the video as well, so it doesn't matter. So I'm giving us like a ten minute leeway to talk about some other stuff. So, let's begin here by... Uh, Why don't we begin with... Doing one of my favorite things, honestly, is bashing Pablo Hidalgo now. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what the uh, show's devolved into. By the way, we still like Lou and Chi, and we still like uh, Matt Martin. They're cool people, and they respond well on Twitter and everything. So. Yeah, they to me they are genuine people and everything. So. Matt Martin is good with the replies, and Leland has kept basically the continuity for the EU for the past, uh, probably, he started probably back in the early 2000s, I believe. So... Yeah, I believe he's, he at least started when he compiled the Holocron. Right. And when Jason Fry was referencing West End Games material in his works and so they had to find a way to actually keep track of all of it. So fun fact. Uh Leland's been there since Voice Crack. Hawkcon Community Database. This has been oh it was created in the early two thousands because he was hired on specifically for that role. So he's been there keeping continuity since um for now probably almost twenty years, so mm. So he knows his stuff. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Um uh, yeah, so the main topic you want to talk about is Pablo Hidalgo mass blocking people. And I am one of them <laughs> because I follow a certain YouTuber which has mm, honestly the YouTuber I follow, I don't watch all of his videos I like what he has to say for the most part. Sometimes he rabbles on and sometimes he can be repetitive, but he seems like a cool guy, which is uh, Jeremy from Geeks and Gamers and that whole kind of group. So mm-hmm. I know that they're kind of like hit or miss and they can give fan base a bad name, but to me, you know, they seem like they're fans. Um, and they just criticize Star Wars, and they know it can be better, in my opinion. So, to me... Oh, yeah, I can see that side of it. Yeah, to me, 
I haven't actually watched their videos, but my mentality has been more uh, to focus on the positives of what I right. like, rather than to keep criticising it and spreading negativity. Because negativity breeds negativity. It does. It really does. And so I don't want to propagate that. By the way, if any of the listeners are noticing a voice difference, I'm trying to work on a deeper voice and try to breathe more through my mouth and not sound as nasally. So there's that. There we go. So this side should technically be talking always, but I'm just lazy. So anyway, Pablo has been mass banning people. Probably. And that just seems like an immature response uh not liking what some people have to say, in my opinion. When you're an employee that is res- uh, representing a company on social media, then right, you should be acting accordingly. And this isn't the first childish thing that Pablo has uh, that Pablo has done. Uh, probably back in 2016, he went on a massive deleting spree where he deleted a lot of his tweets. And so a lot of the Wikipedia articles and you have people who asked him questions, those responses are now gone and sources are gone from that. So that's been lost to time unless they were screenshotted, which is unfortunate. Of course. Uh, yeah. He's just... I don't know. <sighs> I'm not a big fan of his. and Yeah. He, and part of that just stems from him. He, he knows the EU because he wrote the Essential Readers Companion. And then he goes back and says... Uh, starts bashing EU fans when it was popular. Uh-huh. As well, it's it started with me anyway. No, definitely, he's kind of turned his back to the EU community itself. The big thing was when I forget the Give Us Legends movement, or I forget exactly who it was. Me, Twin Sons got a billboard in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, Pablo took a picture of it and just kind of criticized it, from what I remember. So yeah. it's when just that's just fans actually raising funds themselves that put a billboard up just asking for more of what they love. Exactly. So yeah. Anyway. He is Shall we begin the episode? Uh not quite yet. We still have about four minutes to kill. Okay. So four Um minutes, I'm not okay, on my so. Pablo rant neither. So <laughs> You could probably rant about him for ages. Uh, probably. I think anyone... Pablo Hidalgo Twitter. Let's see. Pablo Hidalgo... Star flagged as irrelevant on Twitter. People think... Oh. You are blocked from following Pablo Hidalgo and viewing Pablo Hidalgo's tweets. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's what we were talking about. Which is, <laughs> again, stupid. Mm. Like the thing is, I'll have, I have respect for Matt Martin, and I have respect for Leland. Pablo has lost his respect with me. For 
for that. And mm. I'm not saying this because he's bashed the EU, but for how he's treating the community as a whole. Yeah, I think there's a thing with Lucasfilm management as a whole for treating the fans that's mm -hmm. going on there. Uh, so I believe that we might as well mention this here. We're going to be starting a Souls of Republic playthrough together at one point, which would be cool. should be after from this episode. Should probably start a week or two after this episode airs. Yeah, we'll see how much time we get as well as exactly everything else. So and so that'll probably be coming out when it comes out right more. so this is going to be kind of a prolonged kind of deal um to the point where i don't know since it'll probably be so long you might release other episodes of a different game as well most likely once the lego star wars videos are finished right which I'll chuck the link to the playlist in the description here because I'll upload this to YouTube to anyone listening to it elsewhere. Um, and then once they're up, and I, gone, I've done a bunch and then scheduled them. So probably when I have a reasonable amount of time till the end, not too long, because I want to make sure things are more relevant for another series. I think I'll. Start on the next one. Right. And I'll see how it goes. And probably with Star Wars The Old Republic, I will probably be running a series in parallel with that on my own, which will probably be KOTOR. I'll probably be running KOTOR. Yeah. And I'll decide which game I'm going to do alongside. Right. Depending on how much time I have, of course. But I should have enough time to do things. So, From if... I'm just going to put this out there if anyone wants to probably join us with us on the old republic maybe come into the group for a session or two i think you know yeah if anyone wants to join i'd love to build a community around it as well right i don't even know how big the tour community is now i'm, I'm guessing it's still pretty sizable it's reasonable i think there's facebook groups that are about the old republic that still play it a reasonable amount of members to apply it and that so. right yeah. so during that time I might take out I might get a premium pass for that simply because why not then you even convenient. if it's just sort of subbing for a month then you get all the expansions anyway right. so you want to be, have the expansions by the time we get to them and my intention with the of Republic is to start with a so the canonical Jedi Knight run, as best as I think right. it's canonical, because there's nothing really to say what exactly is canon, but the Jedi Knight is a continuation of the story of KOTOR. Mm. So, basically the Jedi Knight's um, name, essentially, in quotation marks, because he never technically got a name, just a title, and that's the hero Tython. Um... I don't know if this is going to be okay with you, Callum, but I would prefer if I play a Sentinel. Um, yeah, that's fine. My other Jedi Knight is a Sentinel, so I'll probably be playing a Guardian. All right. So that works. Because I feel... Because I have experience playing Sentinel, and I just love playing that. Yeah, that's and fair. And having a tank 
so. Well, my Sith Juggernaut's a tank, <laughs> so I'll probably choose a damage skill tree. Um, <laughs> after, we'll probably... Uh, we'll probably get to explaining about that when we play right. <laughs> Also... Yeah, we're going to be starting the episode here soon. Do you have that already pulled up by any chance? Yeah, I'm ready with it when you're okay, ready. Okay, um... So... It's up to you when to start this. You want to count me down? So do you want to count down? Or other one of us? And then we go on one, I guess, or however you okay. can time it with the lag. So, so. Uh, You go on Three. one, I'll go on... Go. So three. Okay. Okay. So three, two, one, go. And there we go. Alright. So this is season one, episode one ambush. So it was the first actual episode released after the Clone Wars movie. So if you listen to this, you can really notice a difference in the uh, sound, I think. Yeah, they used a different key for the opening theme. In early the sound seasons. of it. You yeah. know what's funny about this? They're using clips from later episodes and the movie. Yeah. And. So this is funny. So this was directed by Dave Bullock and written by Stephen Melching or Melking. Hmm. Just do that bit. Right. So. And yeah. The version I'm watching has series premiere on it. So this is the exact same episode I watched almost 10 years ago. Actually, over 10 years ago when it first came live. And I remember yeah. sitting in my friend's living yeah, room Yeah, mine does. This. The copy I have does have that as well, so... Right. Mm. So, you know what's interesting? So, this episode gives me a lot of vibes of the book uh, Yoda Dark Rendezvous. Simply because you have... Oh, yeah. um, You have Dooku trying to outmaneuver Yoda. And using Asajj as the... um, Basically, the tool tool to do it. (laughs) Yeah. And this is a reminder, Mm. too, of that episode, if you look here. So, it's been a while since I've read the book, so I don't remember all the details, unfortunately. Right. But I've yet yeah. to get to Yoda Dark Rendezvous as well. But I know the basic premise of it. Yeah. A lot of the details differ with it. Right. Excuse me. Alright. So, yeah. So, that's the first time we see, I think, a, uh, let's see, that should be the first time we see, I can't, I can't remember the, um, model of the ship. It is Mm -hmm. a... So, which ship are you thinking of exactly, sorry? Um, the... Uh, counselor class cruiser. Okay, that's so fir- that's the first time we've seen hmm. an armed version of that. 
Unarmed version, possibly. Yes. Uh, consular class cruiser is what's coming up. I'm gonna check it. Right. So, a lot of that. First appearance apparently was in the Phantom Menace novelization. In the what? The Phantom no, Menace novelization for just the normal right. consular class cruiser. But an armored one probably first came out. Oh, it was in episode one racer. Oh, something I do want to say is it's awesome. So it was episode one racer, which I have an old disc for if I can pull it out for a moment. So, so was episode one racer is actually out on Steam now. So I was keen, and I've downloaded I'm, that, I'm and I'll be playing a, it for YouTube I'm at one point. I'm more of a uh, uh, what is it called? I'm more of a racer adventure person. So yeah, that's fair. So what's interesting is uh, it's great that it's interesting. Sorry, I'm on the same topic now. It's interesting with race episode one racer is that they're still releasing some of the older Star Wars games to see, which is good. So I think that's awesome. So, um, King Tunko's uh, yacht, um, his ship, is called a uh, Peregrine-class star yacht. And that's kind of a reference slash nod to uh, um, The Legend of Peregrine, uh, which first kind of like made its appearance in uh, Dark Force Rising, second book of the Throne Trilogy. Okay... So that's a nice kind of like... And, yeah, connection. that Peregrine class star yacht only appears in the Clone Wars. Yeah. But it has a link to... A naming link to Legends material. Yeah. Which, which is interesting. Uh, it's called the Charger C70 Retrofit. This That's weird. Okay, it first appeared in the film. Okay. The Wikipedia says it's Legends and it doesn't have a canon tab for the Peregrine class star yacht. Uh, so it must only be the Peregrine class star yacht in the EU. Yep. And they haven't named it otherwise. They have. Interesting. They just have it the sign, it's just a yacht. In that. So, uh. so a little bit of background on Ragosa is that it used to be a water world, and you see all that the trees and the purple uh, stuff. It's just coral. Yeah, it looks corally. Mm. You can see some plots where the water may have shapes and valleys and things. Mm. So yeah. So this um, this episode's original name was called Ambush in the Outer Rim instead of just Ambush, and that was revealed okay. originally by Henry Gilroy in an interview in Insider One Zero Three. That's cool. And Ambush was not supposed to be the first uh, episode aired of the Clone Wars, but most of the episodes got shifted around uh, during its late, during late production. Yeah, and probably when the movie came out mm -hmm. and that. Yeah, that's probably exactly when. Because the Yeah, I don't see how Asajj Ventress has to imitate, 
uh, intimidate droids. <laughs> so this is one of the episodes where I think they went overboard with the droid humor. Um, maybe I. I, can't, I haven't watched this episode in forever. Yeah. I must have watched the later season. Because uh, of course it was the first episode I watched first because it's really safe, and so. I noticed that he went a bit right. further with it as well. And so, also this is interesting. This is the first time you see technically Thire, CC4477, I believe. It's the first time you really see Thire um, chronologically in the timeline. Oh, okay. He he first appears. So I was saying it's the first appearance for all these clones, anyway. Obviously, his, his first mention slash appearance was Hollow Knight News, um, but his yeah. first on-screen appearance was Episode Three. And he's is- yeah. So here's where I think some of the droid humor goes overboard when they just drive into the coral and they're so stupid. Yeah. Whereas they should be receiving orders from the control ship, and so they should analyze. The- they don't have a control ship anymore, though. Mm-hmm. I thought they still used the control nope. ship because some of, it helped with some the decision units making. Did, not all of them. Newer units didn't use. Uh, yeah. They they had. You see the antenna on the back. However, that's for receiving yeah. specific uh, commands like shutdown codes and everything like that. So that's a different hmm. thing than. Um, it's the same. I guess it's the same thing as episode one. It wasn't well. It automated. looks the same. It wasn't automated, yeah, but they're the same like de- as episode one. They like deploy, <laughs> um, basically things to deploy from probably their uh, collapsible form, and then you have yeah. orders such as the shutdown remote code, and you have basically also uh, comlink. Yeah. Because I think that the original logic of that was... Um, mm. then. So the droid little joke in there was the droid... One droid called the other droid a bucket head, <laughs> which... I don't even know where they're programmed with some of these lines, if you're looking at it from a droid point of view. I think view. we went into this in a previous podcast, though. Where it's... Probably. It's the droids... Um, it was basically from... Um, Basically, like they're 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 cheap. Um, their droid brains are cheap, and they like glitch yeah. and develop kind of like these weird personalities. That's the in-universe yeah. explanation of it. So, I I'd still find it odd <laughs> how far they go with some of the. But again, it's not everything. the first time we've seen this. It's been done before, even with like, CW. Well, you can say even droids talking to each other. Why don't they just send signals back and forth? <laughs> I mean, eh. Then you lose something. <laughs> you lose the com- yeah. you lose the comedic value of this. True. I never uh, actually. Yeah. I forget who voices. Uh, okay, Nika Futterman voices Saj Ventress in this. Okay. Let's see. Hmm, so uh, I think we might be able to go on to some, one of the other topics that we talk about, unless something else comes up soon. Yeah, I know. Um, we should still be fine, though. I'm just thinking. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> die Republic dogs. Right, that's. I understand three PO saying something like "Die Jedi scum." No, he said a die bit Jedi. more because he has the processors in the head. He said uh, "Die Jedi dogs" in um, episode. Yeah. He said that in episode two. Yeah, he did. Um, I can understand it more with 3PO because he's got the more advanced processor in his head. Yeah, but at the same time that it's weird there is because he didn't mean to say that. So that brings in... Yeah, I think he probably got mixed signals from the body going up and connecting to his brain and that. As an in-universe explanation anyway. A real-life explanation, it was for a comedic moment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can't say it's not funny though. Yeah. It's uh yeah. Um It's just the thing like logic, but yeah. <laughs> these ones That's are the ones Okay, sometimes. these ones are I think the Oh darn it. Maybe case no, maybe J series of droid, okay. Mm. So I have the shields or Q series. Uh, hmm. uh, it says early battles involved the droids requiring a central computer for the droids to think from but this was mostly removed post battle of Naboo after the attack destroyed the main frame station there resulting in all droids on the planet being deactivated yeah so the floor that got them all deactivated yeah so basically that's why they think independently and it's only used essentially as uh shut down codes and everything like that now it's because they didn't want mm. anything like that happening again and then you get more issues with the army itself being under control uh huh like so <laughs> uh, let's see it says however labored so, with yeah. more and more specialized roles that push the limits of their programming many older droids develop personality quirks and tendency to excessively comment on their situations and attempt to handle the data overflow that they had strained their inadequate logic modules mm. so basically they're thinking out loud yeah not that it helps <laughs> This comes from I guess. the character encyclopedia for TCW and TCW, the official episode guide. Okay, so... So, there, there were retcons th- thrown in there for to explain yeah, stuff about. Yeah, so explain it. So, that's a wrong. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't have a problem with things that have had retcons done to them. Yeah, and they're official retcons, so that's fine. And, of course, you got to remember, this is a children's show, so mm-hmm. they add things to the comedic effect for children as well. Alright. Let's see. And then Yoda's convincing clones about their worth. I like how they went back to, like, Yoda's scene from, like, episode 5 for the scene. Mm-mm. <laughs> you know what actually bugs the mm. heck out of me? The B1 battle droids in oh, yeah. Republic Commando. They're designing that. Oh, it's been too long since I saw them. Oh, they just. Apparently, it's called a B1 advanced battle droid. It's just like. Mm, that's not. Hmm. 
don't know. It's weird. A quick Google will fix that one. I'll see when I'm playing it anyway. Power Commander's a fun game. It can be challenging, but mm. it's fun. I think it's a favourite for a lot of people that have played it. Yeah. I actually haven't played it all the way through properly before, so... Right. Yeah. And it has a unique squad system, which is cool. I think it was the first to do that, and then... I believe Halo took some elements from it and reused some ideas, at least, in those games. Mm. <laughs> it takes so long to receive orders. <laughs> yeah, they're logic. I was just noticing that. <laughs> He's like, what the heck? No! <laughs> it's gone under the tank, yeah! Wait, Thanks, Captain this Obvious. This is a viable strategy, though. <laughs> oh, this yeah. one. For a Jedi, anyway. This is great. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> the, the grinder. <laughs> <laughs> I just got oh, promoted. <laughs> uh, I'll put that down. Fun times. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's a Yoda people who worry about him jumping around in Attack of the Clones. He are uh, <laughs> seeing Ataro again. Oh, Supreme Leader. Oh, there's an interesting note. Yeah, I was just noting that. Supreme Leader. Interesting. Ventress is Snoke. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Supreme Leader. <laughs> Um, yeah. So here's where you also get a bit of overlap with Lego Star Wars 3. And that she made the levels for these episodes. Oh yeah, they did then though. They didn't go into season 2, I believe. I believe they only did season 1, but I, for I forget exactly. Mm. I did play it not too long ago personally and I've played it probably about now so, it's been yeah. months to a year now since I last played it mm. it's fun well, it was last year sometime I did it's uh, there's so many Star Wars games anyway to get through mm. <sighs> where's 224 So since this is actually set later in the time of the Clone Wars, it seems like 
the clones are learning their first lessons now rather than they probably should have earlier. Wait, why? If the clones are just learning this sort of stuff now, shouldn't they have earlier well, given the time place? The thing is, uh, these are the Coruscant Guard, essentially, so Palpatine is. Hmm. They're kind of like restricted to probably more formal protocols and stuff being on Coruscant rather than. Uh, so, rather than. What are they doing here then? Because this was supposed to be a diplomacy <laughs> escort mission, essentially. Oh, yeah. Pay, paying attention to it helps when it's that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. I think Yoda would still have his team like he, Anakin has Rex and that, though. Mm. No, he should have Greed. Actually, I'm trying to think. Yoda... Mm, Greed, I think, was mostly Luminara's uh, clone commander. Um, Yoda's, I don't think he really even mm. had one. I guess he stayed back on Coruscant. So yeah, he's mostly stationed on Coruscant since he's training younglings and he's also, and he's also, uh, yeah. trying to think. Um. I do like how Yoda just owns Ventress here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yoda does seem to not need to make as much effort in this when he's using the force there as well compared to Attack of the Clones but of course I think Yoda always looks like in the movies hey, Ventress, he's making a lot of effort to concentrate hey Ventress you forgot Sorry. your hologram <laughs> yeah yeah, let's just take that and trace the link back to Dooku and find out his location and then end the war. <laughs> and yeah, so they get the Todorians into the Republic. Right. <sighs> we should probably be talking about this part before Warner gets that music again. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just hoping the levels are better on this video. Fair. Yeah. Because I'm work still playing with the levels on my end of the recording because. Right. Yeah, it goes back and forth a bit depending on. Them. And so. That is finished for me yep, now. Yeah, it just finished for me. Cool. Um, one thing I would have liked to see, yeah. and this is kind of not on, um, this isn't the fault of the animation team because they were limited with time constraints and everything and yeah. model making, but instead of seeing a, hold up, droid models, advanced weapons and technology, okay, instead of seeing, um, trying to find it. I don't uh, believe that the B one uh, battle droids. Sorry. Yep. Instead of seeing a pun worka, uh, I would have rather seen an uh, what is it called? A it's a ship that Ventress uses. Her personal star. Yeah, that one. I would. I would this rather like the have seen that. And half moon one. They do that later on in this. 
Yeah. So, uh, given Ginevax. Ginevax, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, let's have a look, see. Yeah. And yeah, so that was sort of an introduction to the Clone Wars for me, and I only watched it when I was older. Hmm. You missed out. You um, missed out on a, you know, good teenage years. I don't know. I never had pay TV, and then the times I was on was just. Yeah, I didn't really see it. Yeah. I grew up on other things. <laughs> uh, what? How many of these did you go on? Uh, yeah. I wonder. Uh, yeah. So that was that one. History. Hold on. I mean, they did it for the series, and you could say it's artistic interpretation with the droid comedy as well. Right. Uh, I I was still trying to get my head around the animation style. You're what? As I watched this the first time. When I was watching these the first time, I was still getting used to the animation style. Right. And so that probably detracts a bit from it as well when I was first watching it. Because I'm not that keen on this animation style compared to the other options available. Yeah. Again, it gets better. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah, you're entitled yeah. to it. Let's see. Uh, yeah. So, I'm just going through here. Let's see. One once. Okay. Let's see how long we're going for. Okay, we have another probably hour still, which is... Yeah, so, well, we can just talk about the topics. We can talk about the topics. And see what happens from there. We can talk about the topics, and then... Hold up. Which... After that, I'm just curious about something. Because we don't always need it to go for two hours or whatever. I know. I feel like we should keep it kind of at least a little consistent, but it's fine if we... Okay, so... We'll get through what we need to and then see what the time is with that. So, So, I guess one thing to talk about is kind of like an ad spot, essentially. We're not getting paid for this, but... It's kind of like something point out. Just sharing some sites that we like. Right. So um, this one, I've asked permission for them to be like, hey, can we feature your stuff on our podcast? They said yes. And um, their newest product, they um, are Punch Chewy Press. They do pins, stickers, and patches, and T-shirts, I believe. Yeah, I'm just having a look here, and they do ones like Kirkanos. Yes. A Darth Nihilus. Um, they've got two new um, pins out. Um, a bunch they of released Ahsoka Tano, and they released a Dark Trooper pin. So, if you like Dark yeah, Forces, go for that Dark Trooper pin. If you like the Clone Wars, go for that Ahsoka Tano pin. Honestly, and yeah, and if you like some of the other stuff, Kirkanos, like I said, and yeah, they have a few others. These things that are EU-based ones, as I'm looking through right. here. So these pins are made out of silver metal. They're made of harm, hard enamel. 
they're screen printed, have a double post with uh, black rubber clutches, um, and they're um, and they are only ten dollars, which I know ten dollars for a piece of metal. Um, they're a lot cheaper than what you can get from. But if you like pins, then yeah. they're a lot cheaper from what you would get probably at Disney World, for example, and their like pin collecting thing. Yeah, and it just people work hard at these, so mm-hmm. it's not too bad a price for compared to other yeah. homemade works. So for Legends, they've got uh, Dark Trooper, um, Kirk Hanos, uh Darth Nihilus. Uh, they have Mandal. Well, they have a Sith and a Jedi holocron. Right. So uh, they do. That's all right. A true Jedi, I'll call EU because <laughs> Lego Souls was technically EU. The mm-hmm. uh, original ones. They have Mandalore the Ultimate. They have Revan. They have. Let's see what else. Mandalorian Super Commandos, from the EU. Super Commandos, where? Oh. Uh, let me see. The Super Commandos are from the Animates, uh, are from TCW. So... Oh, well, that's silly, but I thought of the ones from the comics when I read it. No, yeah. (laughs) Um, let's see here. If that's not up your... Mm, If pins aren't up your alley again, um, they have, uh... You don't have to look at it, but the link's in the description. Right. So you can check it out if you want to. Right. But again, um, they have uh, a patch called Get Wrecked, and it's of the Death Star destroying all of them. So that's <laughs> funny. Uh, they've got a limited edition of 100 commemorative pins. Unfortunately, they are sold out. It was uh, one of George Lucas. Uh, I'm almost Ooh. done here. Um, they also have a command post. Um, Two pin set for fifteen dollars of a rebel command post and an imperial command post. Mm. And as you can see on a lot of these um, backgrounds, they are they use EU comics mostly for the backgrounds, and if not, they use uh, the new Marvel comics for some of the newer stuff. So it's yeah. it makes sense. Great. So go check them out again. Link will be in uh, the descriptions of both the audio podcast and um, down the video. On YouTube. Yep. Let's see. So then... Um, oh, let's I think we can separate some of the newer stuff till afterwards. Right. Um, okay, so somebody... Just looking at the list, yeah. Excuse me. Somebody posted a picture... Um, recently, February 22nd, I know we're probably going to be a couple weeks late on this one, um, of the Mandalorian armor from Solo, uh, a Star Wars story. So, yeah. what do you think of it? Uh, meh. <laughs> meh. A bit. Uh, well, they're just lazy, I think. Yeah. That's I'll bring up the picture for everyone to see who's looking on YouTube. Right. Now, in a definitely, uh, definitely, it looks like somebody bought um, um, 
I don't know if they could have easily like gotten a Don Post helmet. Yeah, there it is. Um, they yep, could have easily bought is. like a Don Post helmet and repainted that. They could have bought it from one of the Mandalorian mercs, and then they just got a suit of samurai stuff. Oh, at the worst, what they did was they got the suit of samurai armor pre-made by someone that's already red, and they repainted a Boba Fett helmet. Yeah. That or they dug it Seems out of Seems pretty old, lazy to me. That or they dug it out of an old film archive. Oh, possible and change the head. <laughs> yeah. I, that's lazy of the highest degree. I'm sorry. Like, that doesn't look yeah. Mandalorian. The only thing that looks Mandal- uh, Mandalorian is the helmet. And that just doesn't... Like that modern style It helmet. doesn't really fit at all. No, it doesn't. And when you look at the older Mandalorians in the EU, they were using armor. I mean, they took inspiration from samurai, but it didn't look like samurai armor like that. Right. I think people are just... People at Lucasfilm are going too literal and too... I don't know. I don't know what they're doing there anymore, which is a shame. Uh, Yeah, I just see a lack of care in the work as far as what I can see. Right. But anyway. I'll go. That's why we have the EU to offer. Know that we have more care in the work that was produced then. Alright. So the product. This uh this is a fun one. And let me bring this up here. Uh Yep. So don't I'm going to say this right now. Um, Eckhart's Ladder did a better video on this than I did. It came out uh, as of this recording mm-hmm. today. And if you want to search for and that And that's the video, 22nd, 27th of February if you're interested. Yeah. It would have been 26th of February for me. So uh, yeah. here, I'm going to send you this because yeah. this is kind of what I'm going to touch on. You can always screen share as well. I, I could, but... <laughs> so, Fractal Sponge. She is an artist within this community. Um, he does really good 3D models and has been doing this stuff for years. Um, yeah, so, so I'll just share that and then people can see it. Right. That's up there. So it's an Imperial Handbook, which came out after 2014, I believe. Mm, yeah. I, it's yeah. at least been reprinted with the Disney yeah. logo on it. <coughs> so if you go down, if you scroll down, you will see... Um, they have stuff about the Imperial Shuttles and stuff. Right. So if you see here, um, if you've read, um, essentially Lucasfilm um, or whoever, uh, whoever did this, and this could have also been uh, Joe uh, Cordery's, uh, no, Coronet, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's saying that the art. Cr- it attributes it this art to him 
and yes it looks like somebody took this stuff through Photoshop and through a filter first before putting it in the book but it still doesn't make it yours uh, you still need uh, yeah. uh, to attribute the author uh, for this work and this this hits a bit close to home for me since I am an artist and yeah. stolen material and then editing it and not being credited for the original work that is not great yeah. and unfortunately he and while I'm thinking of that thank you for creating the basic logo that I'm now using for my channel you're welcome um, so basically here is um, he, he's done work for Del Rey in the past not not really under Lucasfilm more under Del Rey publishing for the essential guide to warfare mm -mm. so it is quite well I wouldn't be surprised if they did take it but it is quite possible that they just used similar angled right. shots and apparently people it most likely and also is, apparently they mm. did the same thing with uh, the tour Sphere in the Rebel Files book. They stole it off of a mod oh, author's... Rebel Files. That book is a great source for contradictions in the new canon. <laughs> <laughs> they have like an Aya Palpatine kind of thing in there now, and then the Mass Shadow Generator, which is... Oh, boy. I haven't read completely through it, and I... I've just seen the list of contradictions, and I just laugh at them. Right. <laughs> but yeah so you yeah definitely for anyone out there's selling people's artwork and not crediting them is completely wrong they should at least get credit for their work right like everyone who's producing a product they should get credit for creating it right all right so where are we on time mm-hmm We've probably got so, time to talk about that. Uh, I might as well get into my uh, project, which I'm now working on and devoting my time to. So, this is kind of like, this isn't the first uh, public, actually, no, this would be probably the first kind of public thing I'm putting out there about this. I do have a Facebook page for it, but it, I haven't yeah. sent it off anywhere or shared it around. Um, and I've also posted this on uh, Callum's Discord, but that's kind of within... Mm -hmm. It's a bit more private. So I am currently working on my own so. reference book as sort of a tie-in slash companion piece to my timeline. So, I have essentially a cover, hold up, I have a cover for it already, let me see if I can screen share, should be able to, uh, choose which screen you'd like, um, show anything all right yeah so this yeah, is yeah. the Facebook page right now 
and um, I first um, yeah, and I get to block out right. friends. As that well wasn't too hard. That wasn't too hard last time. Was it? <laughs> yeah. right. It was interesting to work out. So this is that the uh, it again. This is currently the uh, work in progress cover for it. It's not final cover, but it's not yet you know I don't want to say that this is my the finished cover I'll use but I'm not gonna say it it isn't because I haven't made up my mind on that yeah because it can always right. change a so bit. this art is done actually by goth thug on DeviantArt I was looking up call more stuff just for a placeholder image okay. or what have you um I really do like this kind of um, artwork, though. So I'm gonna ask. Um, Go try and message him if he's even an active member in uh, DeviantArt anymore. I did credit him down here, so that's all taken care of. Yeah, that's um, always good. If he's got a problem with it, of course he can come and contact me, and I will change that immediately. Um, but I am yeah. attributing it to the right person here. So, this is going to... Oh, I also took his image into grayscale as well. So, this was using a red background instead of gray. So, is, is it... No. Mm -hmm. I think it looks um, good. So, this is going to be about the size. I'm, I'm doing this stuff in kind of an InDesign kind of clone. You'll know it. So, like, what's it's gonna it cover actually going to cover? Every single battle, skirmish, and mission during Clone Wars. So, it's going to cover everything from the pre, the Battle of Geonosis to the Duel on Mustafar, essentially. And then I have a whole section about the prelude to the Clone Wars, which will go into what built up to it. Um, I can give you kind of a, um, wonder if I can give you a kind of a look at this. So this is kind of like my writing area here. Um, so this font I really do like, which is Oswald. It's very good. They, I think they use... Uh, do notice you put the Legends uh -huh. banner on your because book Because this well. encompasses the Legends continuity material. So, it isn't combining cannons or anything like that. So, right here we have a whole section on what I'm going to be doing. Uh, such as the factions of the Clone Wars. Hold up, let me zoom in on this here. Maybe make it a little easier for you. So, uh... Factions of Clone Wars, so uh, Callum has seen basically the first pages of this of this stuff, and I still have to write it out and stuff. Uh, we'll have like small little uh, bits on the independent factions, such as bounty hunters. Yeah. I gonna go into the future of what happened to them I uh, don't know yet I have yet to decide on that and I just and I have yet to decide on rather to write this as an in-universe document or out of universe document as some reference books okay. 
did in-universe, and then some of them did out-of-universe. The more recent ones did in-universe stuff. So, it's hard to say. I'm, I'll probably do this cool. out-of-universe, kind of go back to the old um, essential guides. That original format. So, yeah. this, the independent faction will be covering bounty hunters, pirates, huts, black sun, pike syndicate, night sisters, council of neutral systems, death watch, and the shadow collective. So that has everything essentially in play on pretty much every single yeah. uh, third party faction. And then others are either too small or they're right. just individual people, I guess. So, you might have honourable mentions to notable mm. individuals. That's a possibility. So, the prelude to the Wars section will probably will cover uh, beginning with. I don't know if I'll include the entire Russian, uh, not Russian God, Rusan Reformation. (laughs) Uh, Russian bots. Um. So, I might just give the um, lowdown yeah, um, on that. So, um, if you give the summary on that, and I think in a way it'd be good to highlight how the Sith... Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to include well. a, um, a different section specifically for Order of the Sith Lords on here. So that would that'll be good. Yeah. Um... I'll probably have an entire page dedicated cool. to the Rule of Two and or Palpatine. Uh, so this will be nice. cover the Mandalorian Civil War uh, and uh, the Endonim Wars, the Summertime War, Stark Hyperspace War, Quarren War, Huck War, the Yinkori Uprising, the Invasion of mm-hmm. Naboo, uh, Naboo, the Hunt. The occupation of uh, Karthak, uh, the Separatist Crisis, of course. So all these things factor into what yeah. would later become the Clone Wars. Some of these are schemes by Palpatine, such as the invasion of Naboo. Um, so, which of course we right. all know is the Phantom Menace. So I have. I'm going to be including uh, Balgenos. It's not within the first year, but it's own separate kind of larger section. Yeah, it's sort of its own event, but right. it's a start. Market. So, I'm using specific dates for this in the right chronology. Um, according to my timeline, of course. Um, we're going to have character profiles on here. Uh campaign details so of course you have a profile on Sora Bulk um, background on the Dark Reaper uh, mm. another profile on Aura Sang Asajj Ventress uh, background on the Alpha Class Arc Troopers uh, Jedi Dissidents uh, profile on Omega Squad click You'll probably have a yeah, profile on Delta Squad uh, as well, then. We're going to have a profile, of course, on Dirge. Any of the major uh, yeah, players, you... we're going to have a profile on. Uh, technology, cool. which is Cortosis. 
so like anything new to the war essentially what we're also going to be including Sparty cloning because of course uh, profile for the paddle one mm. pack because that's interesting uh, Mace Windu he's getting a profile the null class are getting profiles yeah, theoretically, all the, the Jedi yeah, they, Council should get a profile. They'll be split down. Uh, Even Peel, of course, is going to be the Battle of Seiyu. Um, that's going to be where his background stuff is going to be. Yeah. Um, Dark Acolytes might remove that one because that I traded out. Uh, JK 13 security droids. Um. We're going to go a little bit into the Rakata Infinite Empire, Profound Suritachi, um, Yoda's there. Suritachi or Satinka, which do you think? I don't, probably, I haven't read anything really with Suritachi. Um, okay, well Jedi Apprentice and Jedi Apprentice are ones to read for that. Um... So, it's hard to say there for me, personally. Okay, fair uh, enough. Quinlan Voskin, a profile. Personally, I think that Tachi makes a lot more sense as far as uh, going to know people as other Jedi and you have similar viewpoints right. and that sort of thing. Uh, technology, uh, the subjugator class dreadnought, which we will be getting into those episodes on the next podcast, by the way. Uh, BX series commando droids. Like, mm. we're gonna, I'm planning on going into all of this stuff here, uh, trying to make a very concise number one book, um, as that is it's a long contents done. page. It's not even really contents in general, but <laughs> essentially. But. Well, oh, yeah. You'll have a contents page so people can. If they want to look at a specific one, it's going to be similar S- to that. So, this is so, what cool. is going to be going on there. So, let me turn the camera back on. So, that's an ambitious project. I don't expect that to be done for my aim and goal for that currently depending on how I'm doing um, I'm probably going to be placing that probably um, late next year probably so probably twenty late 2020 that seems like a fair bit of progress. Yeah. Just um, and if so, not, cool. if if uh, if it doesn't meet the late twenty twenty goal, maybe twenty twenty one, mid early to mid. It all depends. Maybe I'll get help on it. Mm. Um, so because there's a lot of content to go through, and of course, yeah. I mean, I can get all that content from Wikipedia, but, well, <coughs> sorry, 
So I'm going to be getting <laughs> a lot of that content from Wikipedia. Maybe if people come on board, mm. maybe they, I can assign them different things and battles to do. Um, I'd highly recommend going for the first-hand information of actually reading right. the books and the exactly. comics. For writing something like that, you want to have right, the first-hand knowledge of that. Right, that's why I want to get some people probably on board with that. Because I want to get first-hand information instead of directly from Wikipedia. <sighs> yeah. Or read I the already have stuff. a considerable size right there, so I can already cover essentially anything that's happened in the club. Yeah. So I guess you start with that. I can cover anything essentially that's in that. the Republic comics. The movies, the Clone Wars TV show I can cover... Um, uh, mostly the only part I would have trouble with would probably be the novel stuff. And the only reason I say that is is because I read slow on novels, and I don't know. Case in point, I haven't picked this back up in a while. Which I'm, I'm I've made pro I make progress when yeah. I do read. And I'm on. Queen of the oh Empire boy. in the Jedi Prince series. I've been slow because I've Dude, been going college and if, stuff. So I don't blame you if you just put it off on your own. Just be like, you know what? I'm not going to read that one today. You know what? This can be tomorrow. <laughs> well, it's been by the time I actually go to bed. It's been oh, like, yeah. oh, I just want to sleep. <laughs> so that's so, my yeah. ambitious project. It's been more than I will... Uh, post a link to the Facebook page down below. If you if anyone here wants to help me with it, yeah. um shoot me a message on there, of course. Uh you can shoot me a message on our own Facebook page, I think, if they want to be a part of it. Uh the only stipulation is you have to be, you know, open to essentially the way that Actually, no. Just essentially write what you need to write. And then... I would probably make edits to it. Yeah, because the information is still be the same, regardless on your view of God, the that timeline. Did, that didn't take you long to find. You just gotta agree to... do that. Alright. <laughs> yeah, I could actually search yeah, so the keywords. Again, That's the cover's right. not final. Everything's still new. I, I'm trying to think. When did I start this? I started this as I started this. Mm, I started this essentially on uh, Monday, uh, which would. No, I started that's this not on Monday, the twenty fifth, and this has been kind of an idea in my head. For a while, since the my timeline's pretty much complete at this point, might as well move on to a new project. And get yeah. and you could always put no, the timeline that's in the end of the definitely book. what's gonna happen. I already have kind of a back cover mock up. Oh wait, maybe I. And it could be like the ultimate visual guide as well, in like the way you display the timeline can be 
done not just like a grid list but in a more right. visually appealing way possibly so open link to this uh, copy yeah. image no wait save image as damn it and uh, then yeah so is there anything else you wanted to talk up. about here <laughs> just yeah, trying to keep no, the ball rolling a bit to show this off if you don't mind which is uh there's this so um so this is what so, one of the pages this is kind of like a rough outline of what one of the pages is gonna look like number one um mm -hmm. I don't want it to just be flat of course and I'm gonna probably try and find a texture or whip something up myself on this but this is what essentially the first couple pages will be so of course I haven't explained Thank this you. to Callum by the way which it basically the analogs are on both sides so you can compare the different uh, you can compare the differences between the two and so that makes sense you might need a little bit more oh, information no, in the, some the sections stuff isn't even final yet so like you'll I see. didn't begin writing it so yeah i just got the basic design down cool. because i thought you know i'm going to might as well lay this out in front of me beforehand and then go from there so that's what I did yeah that's alright and then I'm gonna post this to the page and let me turn this back on so let's go into yeah. what you want to talk about since I ranted on my stuff <laughs> whoa Hmm, what can I talk about? Probably my channel at the moment. I rebranded, so I've got a proper logo and everything now, so that's awesome. And working out bits and pieces to help hopefully grow my channel. For whatever reason, your All camera right. isn't coming up. <laughs> and I'll roll with that. And he just left, but I'll talk a little bit about what I'm doing. There we go. I literally just clicked. I just literally clicked yep, on my camera go. button, and that did that. So, hooray! Okay then. Oh. What's an episode True. without a technical glitch? <laughs> so yeah, I'm doing that on my Lego Soul series. Just going strong. I've actually shifted that to going to one every day. On some feedback from people, and because of backlogged a heap I <laughs> schedule them all and not have to worry too much and as far as my ebook reviews I'm still going I'll just read how fast I read for it though, so <laughs> they come out when they come out as far as other things learning film and TV stuff which is awesome and that's been fun oh, okay as far as anything AU related, um, what have we? We can probably talk about canonicity of some certain 
things like the general <gasps> that series. Is you know what? What's interesting? <laughs> they originally made that. They put in S canon, and then they reversed it and said, "No, this is actually C canon again." Uh, oh, the way Pablo says about it in the Essential Readers Companion is basically that it's sort of S canon, but so, because some of the events in it weren't quite how yeah. it's described. But as I mentioned in a recent review. Shadows of Mindor is a great lead-in to Jedi Prince with all the talk about the holodramas and stuff, so you can think of Jedi Prince as a holodrama oh, yeah. version okay. of the events. Okay, to actually look into that really fast. Oh yes, this is actually updated, thank Christ. So, so Google decided to <laughs> update one of its um, documents, sent, like one of the Google Doc profiles on my one email, but it didn't do it to the other. So that gave me a headache. Yesterday, Star Wars collection. I haven't accessed this in, since Sunday. Uh, and yeah, I haven't really had new additions to my collection. Oh, yes, you also notice I've got a different webcam that I'm using, and I've got a proper full 1080p <laughs> webcam, which is so. Awesome. What's interesting is okay, so Shadows of Mindor should be. Should be five ABY, right? Yeah. So uh, I think you read that out of yeah, order, please. dude. It goes. It goes the uh, one. That's how it says it is in the Essential Readers Companion. Hang on. You sure? I didn't think that's what it was. Four. It should be four ABY. What should be? Shadows of Mindor. One moment. I'll retrieve the book. Because I thought from from reading it that it sounded like 24 years after the Clone Wars. I thought they now nah, what Wikipedia is giving is 5 ABY. And this is from Sue Rostoni. It's uh, weird. I just gotta find it. But then on there, it also says the next one is the Glove of Darth Vader. It oh, it says five ABY, but it must be. And then Dark Forces Rebel Agent is five ABY. I'm in order so as it tells me. A lot just happens in 5ABY. It does, but from what the Wikipedia timeline show where it goes. Yeah. No, oh, sorry, that makes sense. I kept thinking of five years after Return of the Jedi. So, it basically went. <laughs> but five years after the Battle of Yavin makes sense. It's only a year after right. Return of the Jedi. So, uh, it goes essentially. Um, the uh, Jedi Prince series books, and then it goes Tales of the New Republic. But that those are multiple stories. So the Essential Readers Companion has next Dark Forces Rebel Agent, and then so Jedi Knight. 
It doesn't yeah, have the comic in there. It has Dark Forces there. 2 for me, and then Rebel Agent, and then Jedi Knight, and then it goes to Shadows of Mindor after that. Okay, that's different placement. Because I've primarily gone off of the Essential Readers Companion right. when I'm ordering them as well. Because I feel like I trust the book more than Wikipedia. This Nexus Club of Dark Vader. What? How did this happen? Hold on, how did this happen? <laughs> I don't know how things happen. How did. How in the heck did that happen? Okay, well, you've just been switched around there, bud. <laughs> okay. That's it. Well, that's one of the reasons why I say my intro is as I experience it. Because I might not necessarily be in chronological right. order as best I can. Do you know that they were um, originally going to do more Jedi Prince books? Uh, no, I don't know about any of the yeah, bits and pieces back then. Yeah, going to do... So... So it must have been popular if the thought The author said, if we had written seven, however, I would remind you that it takes many steps to get down the aisle, and there is not... So, spoiler warning. Um, this... So, spoiler warning was originally at the end of Prophets of the Dark Side, you had Han and Leia going down the aisle to get married. So, of course... <laughs> That brings mm. in the continuity issue. But it says, like, if we had written seven, however, I would remind you that it takes many steps to get down the aisle, and there is not one chance in hell that Han and Leia would have made it to the end of the aisle and sealed their marriage before a harrowing Imperial attack would have savaged their hopes for <laughs> and left it all in ruins. Yeah, so this is, comes from Paul Davids, who I think is the... Yeah, he's one of the authors. Yeah, and Hollis so Davis is the other. This has been about ten years, and it's very hard to remember. Except I recall we would have called one book "Shadows of Obi Wan." That was before Shadows showed up in other Star Wars titles, from Paul Davids again. Yeah, because yeah, the whole Jedi Prince series really came out in nineteen ninety three. Pretty so much. So they have basically seven through nine, uh, kind of written or an outline for those but they were but they had plans for anyway, yeah. uh, I think through 10 I believe 10, 10 through 12 huh a retcon in the unlicensed polyhedron 103 or 103 magazine stated that Je the Jedi Prince series had in fact been a children's story of the actual events told by Leia or except polyhedron isn't wasn't really even cons this retcon was later ignored in the dark side source book <laughs> which retconned the story to be true yeah. but with numerous fixes <laughs> it's it's oh uh, fun it's weird <laughs> and then aliens of the e uh, so as far as that of, goes uh, able g it uh, says pinas uh works before You've never heard of never heard of So him. he's another kind of uh, person who helps with the continuity and stuff. Where he's made uh, retcons and stuff. He's really okay. good at it. Uh, so, 
my personal favorite, he's done, let's see, he's, he did the, the story of Joan Grievous, Lord of War, he also did, oh, where is it, my favorite thing he's done was, are you serious, like, did, this does a great job of putting, combining continuity. And I'm going to send it to you because this is a story you should have. And okay. I posted it in the EU novels thing in our Discord, the PDF of it. And that PDF is hard to come by, by the way. Hmm. So if you see the character, yeah, it's probably why I haven't read it is because yeah. I'm a novel. So, so yeah. let me see if I can remember this. If you like, look down in the appearances list. It mentions a whole bunch of EU characters, the Clone Wars characters, even some of the old Marvel Comics characters. It's just um, boy. So here we go. And a lot of people don't. Yeah, it's got a lot of a lot references. Of <laughs> First appearances of some. A lot of people don't even know this probably exists. This is probably mm. a lost work to. I'm going to put the link to the Wikipedia okay. page in the description. So I think. Let's see. There is a thing here, and it's basically its epilogue called Lone Wolf, A Tale of Obi-Wan and Luke. Oh my god, shut up. Yeah. Okay, I've made the site, thank god. <laughs> That's not what to tell someone on a podcast. Sorry. You're supposed to be talking. So, <laughs> so essentially, uh, this one story matches both Siri Tachi and uh, Satine Kreese in the same thing. I think Kenobi was, does too, yeah. believe it or not. Kenobi mentions Satine. I don't remember oh, well. him mentioning Siri in it. I'm pretty sure it does. Give me a moment to have a quick squeeze. Yep, Tachi mentioned only. Yep, she's in there. Hmm. So Okay, then. I missed that. Well, I forgot that probably. You can't remember <laughs> everything. Unidentified Geonosian first mentioned. <laughs> in Kenobi. <laughs> that totally makes sense. Down my face. Anyway, that's cool. Oh, stay on, Ray. I probably need to get them fixed. Oh, this also. Um, Lone mm. Wolf also mentions. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Vima Deboda. Mm. Oh, yeah. And she mm -hmm. first appeared in Dark Empire. 
So what's weird is Vima actually appears again. Like she, she's the one character that everyone has forgotten about, essentially, in Star Wars. Like post, dark, post Dark Empire, everyone's forgotten about her. She got a. Yeah, she just disappears yeah. and then she they move on with their life. She got. Yeah. She has a flashback in Jedi Search, mentioned only in Dark Apprentice, mentioned only in I Jedi. Mentioned only in Children of the Jedi. Completely disappears for years. Reappears later on <laughs> in the Hut Gambit. And then disappears again for another probably 20 or 30 years. And then reappears... Nah, probably about 20 years. Reappears in Crimson Empire 3. Empire Lost. And then, okay. and then she then again reappears a couple years later in Lone Wolf, a tale of Obi Wan Luke. So she's like, <laughs> she bounces all over the place. She just shows up year, like, years. At least she's mentioned in more than one thing, like unlike a lot of characters in the Bounty Hunter what, Wars the Jack trilogy. Spider thing? That only, that that only. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the assemblers. The Assembler's Species yeah, only know. ever appears in that trilogy. And there's a couple of others I forget offhand now, but I mentioned them in my review of the trilogy there, but Assembler. only appear Let's say, in that trilogy. Yep. Mandalorian Armor, Slave Ship, Hard Merchandise. They have been mentioned in Guide to Alien Species, the Complete Star Wars Encyclopedia. There was a databank thing. Central Guide to Warfare... I yes. mean, like, in other stories. Oh, you said the Bounty Hunter code. Is there a way to get the old data bank? Oh, there is. Oh, my God, I have not seen this in years. Um, I miss the old data bank. On StarWars.com. Hmm. Snoop Dogg and Darth Vader team up for Adidas in New York City. Oh god. <laughs> what? Appeared in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 Club Wars. It didn't appear in any of those. I want to see if I can access. Please tell me, like, this. Ac this registered every single day of the bank entry. I remember when the data bank still was. Is Alpha 17. Read more on Alpha 17. Hmm. They like kept all the stuff pretty much up to date. Let's see. Hmm. Alright, so yeah. we're, we're on time. We should probably be finishing this up anyway. Since, you know, we're probably... Actually, we're perfect yeah. timing right now, believe it or not. Uh, well, let's do it then. Get the timing perfect again. Wonder. Alright, hold up. Data bank. I'm kind of wanting to go back and see, like... <laughs> We can finish this right. up when you can. So, uh, guys, I never did write an outro script for this, though. 
So, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm going to have to You just have to it. wing it. <laughs> By God, no. Um, I'm Holocron Keeper Evan. This, I'm Callum Johns. This has been Holocaust Greco. All right, guys. See you in the next episode. Bye. And stop Bye. now.